Hi, this is Bishop E. James Logan, Senior Pastor of Christian Faith Fellowship Church in Zion, Illinois. Welcome to our podcast. I pray you'll be blessed by a fresh word from God every time you tune in. Grab your Bibles and turn with me to the book of Romans. To the book of Romans. Hallelujah. Turn with me to Romans chapter 8. I'm going to take about 15 and a half minutes and let God do what he wants to do. Romans chapter 8. I'll be reading from the New King James Version. We're going to read several verses of scripture. I'll try to nail this point in your head so that when you leave here, you understand what you possess, who you are, whose you are, and the victory that you have. Amen? If you have it, say, I got it. Still waiting on a few more people. Hallelujah. Uh, as you all are still gathering your, your scriptures, I want to take this time to celebrate my mama and my daddy for celebrating 34 years of marriage. 34 years. That's a long time. No scandal. Y'all quiet. I said no scandal. No women on the side. No men on the side. No floozies and fling tails, as Bishop said last week. None of that. No scandal. 34 years of trials, tribulation, fighting. But guess what? They have victory. Because Jesus conquered temptation as well. Amen. And if they can do it, you can do it too. Mom, Dad, we love you. We celebrate you. They are resting somewhere where they see palm trees and, and they hear the sound of the ocean. Amen. And we praise God for their labor and all that they do, even as we come up on our church anniversary in a few weeks. 29 years of Christian Faith Fellowship Church, uh, Zion, Waukegan, if you want to be technical, legal, and 25 years of pastoral ministry from bishop and pastor. They have dealt with people. Somebody say people. 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 I can say this because Bishop not here. Y'all know y'all crazy. We crazy. You know, you know you dealt with some crazy folks. So can you imagine what the ministers of the gospel have to deal with? Amen. Amen. You got, you got Romans chapter 8? Let us go into the word of God. Heavenly Father, use us for your glory. Let your power fall. Let your glory fall. Let your anointing fall. Let chains be broken. Let lives be changed. Let generational curses be destroyed. Let sickness and disease be killed in this place. Have your way. Speak through me with power, understanding, and anointing. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Romans chapter 8. Ready? Read. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he is not his. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. You may have your seats. I came today to talk to you for about 14 minutes and 27 seconds about resurrection power. We're still talking about the power of the cross, but we are in resurrection power. Last Sunday was Resurrection Sunday, and Bishop extorted and ministered as only God can use Bishop. And I just really began to think about resurrection power. Resurrection power. It, it has been uh, recognized pretty much all over the world the season that we're in in Resurrection Sunday. Uh, 
some people call it Easter, and that's okay. You know, we don't have to be super spiritual. Somebody texted you, and they said, Happy Easter. You said, no, we celebrate the resurrection. Just, just say thank you. God bless you. Sometimes y'all could just be so rude. Ah, 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 ah. No, it's Resurrection Sunday. <laughs> Meet them where they are. Minister with love, grace, and truth. And as we celebrate Resurrection Sunday, Resurrection Season, uh, in, in the uh, older calendars, before the calendar was changed to accommodate Western civilization, uh, this time frame would actually be the beginning of a new year. And the beginning of a new year always sparks what? New Year's resolutions. New year, new you. New year, new me. You're trying to become something other than what you've already been. Because I remember on, the, <laughs> on the, one of the greatest shows that has ever crossed television, he said, uh, in Living Color, he said, I, I, I've been what I've been, and it ain't been good enough. And so as we step into a new season and a new year, there is new life that spring forth, springs forth in the new season and the new year. In the spring, it's called the spring because grass begins to spring forth. Flowers begin to spring forth. Leaves begin to sprout out and spring forth. Just for the last week of rain that we've had and the two days of sunshine that we've had, you can already see that new life has begun to spring forth in this new season. And you know what? God continues to remind me of his resurrection power. Things that had died in the winter seasons, in the seasons of the cold, in the seasons of snow, sleet, and ice, things that were dead or laid dormant have now come with new life. The trees weren't cut down. The leaves just fell off because the environment and the atmosphere they were in was not conducive for them to grow. And as we step into this season of resurrection, I came to remind you by the prophetic voice of God that there are some things in your life that you have allowed to die that God says, I want to resurrect in resurrection season. There are some dreams that you've had. I feel the prophetic. There are some dreams that you've had. There are some ideas. There are some witty inventions. There are some things that you allowed to die for whatever reason, whether it be the opinions of other people. You were so worried about what they would say. You were so worried about if it would fail, if it would look good, how well you would do in the first year. But God says, I want you to go back and do it again and follow the instruction of my voice. And I'm going to give you supernatural provision to do the thing that I called you to do. The reason why many of us don't do the thing that God calls us to do is because we try to do it without God. You can't do anything for God without God. Because once you do it without God, guess what? It's not of God. You have to understand seasons, times, and years. There is a time and a season and a place for everything. Those of us that used to be kids, some of y'all, y'all ain't been kids for a long time. That's just the grace of God that is on your life. He's brought you from a mighty long way, elder. <laughs> he said, clean it up. But some of you, it's been a long time since you were a kid. But I remember uh, I would play in the grocery store and things of that sort. And, and, and my dad would pop me upside my head and he would say, son, there's a time and a place for everything. The grocery store is not the time for you to, you know, they got supermarkets now, you know, Target and all these other stores. They got basketballs. They got all kinds of, you can get groceries and meat. I mean, you can get clothes and meat in the same place now. And I would go and grab the basketballs and, you know, be bouncing the ball all around the grocery store. And my dad be like, that better not be my son. Because there is a time and a place for everything. When you see little children running around here, you may see their parents say, ah, 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 ah. Black folks, y'all know what that is. Ah, ah, ah. When you hear that, you better stop what you're doing. Because there is a time and a place. The church is not the time for children to run around. Because these pews are made of solid wood. <laughs> and you are liable to hurt yourself when you play in the wrong place. 
When you do things out of season, you are liable to be upset, disappointed. So God wants you to understand the season that we're in. It is a season of resurrection power. Somebody say resurrection power. And that's why I believe the songs that we sang this morning are so powerful because the, uh, the song by Rich Tober says, and because God is the greatest power, we shall never be defeated. And I began to think about Romans chapter 8, specifically verse 11. It says, but the same spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead. Elder Benny knows where I'm going. The, saint, the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. You have to be mindful of the words that the writer is typing here. They didn't type it, but the same spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in who? In you. He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in who? In you. If you go on through uh, Romans chapter 8 and verse 12, it talks about sonship through the spirit. We have now been adopted as sons because God, when he sent his only begotten son to die on the cross for our sins, he died on the cross, right? He didn't stay there. He went to the tomb. Uh, the folks came. Mary Magdalene came. He's like, wow, he is not here. Why are you looking for the living amongst the dead? He's not here. And then Jesus, what does he do? In all of his power, he was raised from the dead. And then he appeared after his resurrection. He appeared to Mary. I'm about to break some of your theological doctrine here. One of the first people to minister the gospel, which is spreading the good news of Jesus Christ, was a woman. Mary... Then sees Jesus and Jesus says, go tell of what you've seen. She saw resurrection power. We have been adopted as sons because we have the spirit of our father. I talked about this a couple months ago, maybe uh, when I talked about you don't know who you are. Do you remember who you are? Something like that. And and and. It's important for us to understand that fathers give identity to their children. When there is a lack of a father in the household, children struggle with their identity. Don't get mad at me. But I'm just telling it, as my grandmother say, like it T.I. is. Yes. When the father is absent, children grow up with confusion. I know Mother's Day is coming up. And I know, see some of y'all laugh. I know we're going to see Father's Day posts for Mother's Day. And we're going to see Mother's Day posts for Father's Day. Because this is the attack of the enemy. That they would try to pervert the roles that God has ordained. A mother can't be a father. She can do as good as she possibly can and raise her child in the fear and admission and admonition of the Lord. And she still won't be a father. Oh, y'all, it's quiet. A father can do the best he possibly can. But he can't provide breast milk. Huh? A, a man can't provide breast milk. Amen? Where the brothers at? <laughs> Come on, Doc. I said a man. I feel like, I feel like Bishop E. James Logan. A M-A-N. Can't provide breast milk to a baby who needs it. Because he's a Father. A father cannot do what a mother can do. Mothers have this, this, this thing about them. They just know. 
I was reading, it's funny that I even found this, I was reading uh, this article that I came across that when a child is in their mother's womb or their belly, and I have nurses and doctors and so on and so forth in here, y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, please do. Uh, uh, the baby uh, shares the same cells, DNA, molecules, uh, uh, chromosomes, all y'all know the terms. They share the same uh, nutrients that the mother gets. And if the mother has some kind of illness in her body, oh my God, the nutrients or, or the cells that the baby is developing will then shoot to the area in the mother's body to help aid in the issue that's happening in their body. And, and Jesus said, as he was speaking to me, he said, see, if you are in me, if there's anything that is ailing your body, that's, that's causing you to feel sick, that's causing you to, to feel some disease, that's causing you to feel some anxiousness or depression, if you are in me, I will send my helper to come and aid in your time of need. But you have to be in him. That's why we started. So those who are in the flesh, you can't please God. You can't get from God what those who are in the spirit get from God. That's why it's important for you to not get in your flesh when somebody does something that you don't like. Because the moment that you leave the spirit and you enter into the flesh, something you might need from God is no longer available to you. Somebody say, be angry and sin not. Being angry ain't a sin, but it can cause you to sin. We have been given the spirit of our fathers. I believe 99.9% of the reason why I'm standing here today is because I have received the spirit of my father. Now, if my father was strung out on drugs, I may be liable to go down a path similar because I received the spirit of my father. Not to say that I 100% would, but it's a possibility. So when fathers, when they don't walk in the role that God has given them, walk in the power that God has given them, you can cause your children to go astray because they receive the spirit of their fathers. They have your DNA. They have your name, your character, and your reputation. That's why it's important that you monitor your reputation. Is your character precedes you. What do people say about you when you're not around? That's who you really are. I'm not talking about the folks that gossip and talk crazy. I'm talking about what do people who care about, what do they say behind your back? Man, Elder Benny, man, he's just always been consistent. He's just always been a man of his word, a man of integrity, a man who has a heart for, for children and teaching the younger generation about the word of God. This is, this is I'm really saying these things. This is, this is what I know to be true about Elder Benny. Elder Jeff, he's been consistent. He ain't never switched up. If he got a problem with you, he might bear hug you real quick. He's stronger than he, you think he is. He might pick you up in the air, but he's been consistent and he doesn't play about the things of God. What do people say about you? Well, you know, they got a good heart, but I, sometimes I just don't know. Well, you know, they was doing good for a little while, but, you know, I just, God. This is the 17th week in a row they didn't ask me for $200. What is your character saying about you? That might say that you need a job. $200 every week for 17 weeks? Somebody do the math. My God. We have been given the spirit of our fathers, so we are now called sons. This is the power of the cross, that Jesus, who knew no sin, became sin, that we might become what? The righteousness of God. And so that we can also have the ministry of reconciliation. Reconciliation allows us to reconcile relationships that we should have in the natural. Reconciliation also 
establishes a right connection between us and the Father. And the reason why some of you don't understand and know who you are is because you have not taken advantage of the ministry of reconciliation between you and God the Father. The connection is broken. You ever tried to get online on your computer and you really, really needed to get online and you couldn't because the connection was broken? And you couldn't figure out what was going on. Everything is plugged in. I see all the lights going. But the connection was broken. When the connection is broken, it's difficult for two people to, uh, to com communicate. That's why the Bible says, how can two walk together except they be agreed? If you are living in sin and Jesus says in his word, be holy for I am holy, the connection is broken. Somebody say same power. The same power that resurrected Christ from the dead is the same power that lives in me. This is why I hate sickness. I hate disease. The Bible doesn't say that we won't ever get sick, but it does say that we will have victory over sickness. We will have victory over disease. We will have victory over whatever may try to come and attack our bodies. This is why, this is why we sing this song. And because God is the greatest power, we shall never be defeated. And even if you die, guess what? You're not defeated because God gave us his what? Spirit. And if you are saved, your spirit can't die. Oh, you missed it. A lot of us lose the victory when someone we love passes away. A lot of us lose the victory when someone that we know is saved passes away. Now, there's a time for mourning. I'm not saying don't cry. Oh, I'm glad they go. No, no. Whew. There's a time for mourning. You're going to feel that. I remember in 2019 when my grandmother passed. I was sad because of the memories that played in my mind, but I was grateful as I look back that I didn't have to see my grandmother go through it during the pandemic. Oh, see, see, God will do stuff that you don't understand yet. It's like, man, my grandma was healthy. She was young. She, she had more life to live. She was so vibrant. She, she cared for so many people. But God said, you don't, you don't know what's coming, and I do. And a lot of us get frustrated at the process in which God does things because we don't understand what's happening behind the scenes. The Bible said he is alpha and omega. He knows the beginning from the end. So he knows the beginning, and he knows everything in between. You don't know because you're still worried about what's going to happen tomorrow. That's called anxiety. You are trying to picture a future without God's direction. That is anxiety. When you are always constantly worried about the future. Oh, when is this going to happen? Oh, I don't know when my next paycheck going to come. I don't know when this going to happen. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. And you just worry, 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 worry. The Bible says cast your cares on who? For he cares for you. I remember I was, that's why I was crying last week, because I was just crying, just worried, just, oh, my God, what are we going to do? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And I'm sleeping, laying in the bed trying to go to sleep. And God said, how long are you going to cry? You can't do nothing. Next thing you know, I was knocked out. <laughs> Sometimes you got to cry yourself to sleep. It's like, you know what, God? The song says, as soon as I stop worrying... Worrying how the story's going to end, what's going to happen tomorrow, what's going to happen, who going, oh my goodness, is little day they going to get shot on his way to school? As, as long as you're worrying about the negative outcomes of the future, you'll always be bound by it. You've got to truly put your life in God's hands. That's why the Bible says in John uh, in 16, or I believe around 19, God says, I'm going to send my helper. Let's just go there. Let's just go there. Let's just go there. Yes. Um, do, 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 do. Y'all don't mind if we read some Bible, do you? I hope you don't mind, because that's why we come. We don't, we don't make this up. 
We don't make this up. Hallelujah. Bless you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So much good stuff in here. I'm trying not to. Seven more minutes, I'll be done. God will send his helper. There we go. I had so much stuff highlighted. Here we go. Here we go. Right here. Hallelujah. John 14. 25. These things have I spoken to you while being present with you. But then he says, but the helper... Somebody say the helper. The Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name. He will teach you what? All things. And bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. So God not only gives us uh, his spirit as as we have been adopted as sons, but, but the spirit that he gives us will be a helper and teach us, somebody say, all things. Then he says this, Jesus leaves his his spirit and then he says, peace, I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled. Let neither it be afraid. You have heard me say to you many times, I'm going away and coming back to you. If you love me, you would rejoice because I said, I'm going to the father and my father is greater than I. He's going to leave with us his spirit and then he's going to give us peace even though he's leaving physically, he's still leaving us his spirit. I'm so grateful that in some of the loneliest times of my life, I had his spirit. I remember, I I say this often, uh, maybe I haven't said it in a while. I remember I was in college and I was doing my thing and, and I was living foul. I was living foul. Yep, me, Pastor Cam. I was living foul. I wasn't pastor at the time. Just, just be clear. <laughs> I was doing my thing and, you know, after not having been able to attend parties and things of that sort and, you know, I was just having a good old time and doing what the flesh wanted to do. And uh, I remember it was one night and I was just wilding out that day. And I was sleeping in my bed and like, I just felt so empty. And I woke up in the middle of the night and I was crying. Like there wasn't no anointed strings music playing, wasn't, uh, wasn't no war cry music, some of them prophetic services that we've been in. It was, it was no drums, it was no anointing oil, it was nothing. And I literally felt so empty and I was crying. I was weeping at the edge of my bed. And I said, God, I never want to feel like this ever again. Because during this time, I would come home sometimes and I would sing and stuff just, it just wasn't right. You ever, you ever come in the house of God and you just, you just don't feel right? It's nothing that the church did. Oh, it's quiet. Can we testify? It's nothing that the church did. It's not they didn't play your favorite song. Somebody looked at you sideways. It was stuff that you did. Over the weekend, or, or however long you had done it, maybe may have even been a struggle for you to get to church that morning. And I was up here singing, and I did not feel His presence. I did not feel His spirit. I'm singing a song, but I didn't feel anything. Because I was not reconciled. I had not asked 
for repentance. I had not repented to the Lord and Savior for the things that I had done. And I had never experienced in that in that moment. So I didn't know what to do. So when I got back to my to my room, when I got back to, to Florida, I was sitting in my in my apartment and I was crying and I did not feel the spirit. And God led me to Psalm 51 when David had sinned and slept with Bathsheba because he was at a place where he should not have been. Remember, we talked about it earlier. There's a time and a place for everything. And when you are in the wrong place at the wrong time, wrong things will happen. Don't let you plan the wrong to happen. Oh, some of us got good at planning our sin. Why am I going here? Some of us got real good. We know how to sneak and text and, and be slick about it and, and do all kind of things. And, and, and there comes a point where your sin, that Reggie used to say this all the time, your sin will find you out. Your sin is going to catch up to you. And you're going to come to a point where like, why am I doing this? What is even the point of me doing this? He led me to Psalm 51. David had to pay for his sin. He lost a child. Had a man killed. Almost lost the throne. And David cries out. He says, cast me not away from your presence. Please don't take your what? Spirit from me. One of the most important things that we can have as a believer is his spirit. Don't take lightly the spirit of God. Because the spirit of God will put you into remembrance all the things that you've taught. Sometimes I'll just be singing a medley of songs as my wife and my sister know. I just sing random songs and then just a random old hymn will just pop up. Now, I am the worst with words. Choir, y'all laugh too loud. But the spirit, honey, why, now why are you up there saying amen? <laughs> the spirit will bring to remembrance key verses that have power and meaning. That's the resurrection power of Jesus. That he gave us his spirit. Romans chapter 6 verse 4 said, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life because of his spirit. Acts chapter 2 verse 17 says, and in the last days, somebody say in the last days. God declares that I will pour out my spirit on the day of Pentecost. The Bible says that they were gathered in one place, in one place, in one tabernacle. And the spirit of God ascended. God's power, the Holy Spirit, came down and became available to every person in the room. And they began to speak in other languages. They began to speak in tongues. The Bible says, and then Jews walked in and they said, hold on. You don't know that language. How are you speaking this? God declares that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Somebody say sons and daughters. That's why I don't get, understand why people think that. I don't know why I'm on it. Why people think women can't minister. Sons and daughters shall prophesy. You don't just say sons. Your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. God wants to pour out his spirit in this place. Because the spirit of God is what helps us in times of need. Stand to your feet. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead, the same power that causes the blind to see, the same power that causes the lame to walk, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead, the same power lives through and in you. The same power. 
the same power. Resurrection power. Everybody lift your hands and bow your head. I want to pray for you. If you feel led to come to the altar, you can. This is, this is for those of you that have big dreams, God dreams. You know that God has given you a specific dream, a specific idea, a specific task. And you've been trying to do it without God. Or you, maybe, you even, maybe you just forgot about it. You just put it on the back burner. Too much opposition. Too many things in your way. You've allowed life to get the best of you. This prayer is for you. You've allowed the opinions of other people to deter you from the voice of God. Whose voice carries more weight in your life? Is it your friends and your family? Is it your mom or your dad? Are you more worried about what they might say than obeying the voice of God? Because a lot of times when God asks you to do things, you're going to look crazy. He's going to ask you to do stuff that's never been done before. You're like, how am I going to do that? With the help of his spirit. If you're believing God for big things to happen, miracles, signs, wonders, I want you to know that God is enough. Don't call your girlfriend about the problem more than you talk to God. Don't call your mentor more than you talk to God about it. Old song says, if I tell God about my problems, he'll work it out for me. This is for you. Bow your heads. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, God, I pray that your children understand that you have left them your spirit. In John chapter 14, you says the helper. You have left them a helper, a suitable helper that will live and dwell on the inside of them. So whatever might try to come and oppose the word, the, the purpose, the destiny that you've placed on their lives, we cancel it right now because your spirit lives on the inside of them. God, I pray that they would rise up and understand who they are, whose they are. I pray that they would awaken to the power that rests on the inside of them. The Bible says the same power. Resurrection power lives on the inside of them. This is why we can speak to dead things in our life and cause them to rise up. The same resurrection power, which is a reminder to us every year as we come around spring, the same power that causes new life to spring forth in the natural is the same power that dwells on the inside of us. God, I come against every word curse. I come against every vex, every hex, every person that is in their lives that is speaking ill will towards them. I come against uh, 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 voodoo magic. I come against everything that opposes the word of God. Father, in the name of Jesus, your word will prevail in their lives. They will rise up and be who it is that you have called and commissioned for them to be. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that their prayer life will be strengthened. I pray that their fasting life will be strengthened. I pray that their word life will be strengthened and that they will begin to get in their word and not just read it to read, but they would read to understand so they can understand the power that rest in the law not just the law but they would understand who you are the word reveals more about who you are than anything else that we could do so father i pray that we would get a better understanding of the power of the cross so that we can walk in the power that you have given us you cause dead things to rise you turn graves into gardens. You turn mourning into dancing. You turn 
seas into highways. God, you work miracles that nobody else can work. And God, we believe in your power. We believe in your power, not just because of something that we've heard before, God, but we believe in your power because you came from heaven to earth to show the way. God, you came from heaven to earth to die on the cross for my sins and the sins of the whole world. Father, but you didn't just stay there. You went to death, hell, and the grave, and you conquered death. You conquered hell. You conquered sickness. You conquered disease. You conquered anxiety. You conquered the flesh. You conquered anything that opposes the will of the Father. And we believe in your power. We believe that you still work miracles. We believe that you're a miracle working God. We believe that you're a wonder working God. We believe whatever it is that you said God. We believe that it is so. You are the greatest power. You are the greatest power. Not the report of the doctor. Not the report of the school teacher. Not the report of the educators. You get the final say. Father, we believe in your power. We believe in your power. Father, I pray in this next season that that you would truly be all that we would desire and need. That you would truly be all that we would desire and need because your sacrifice was great. Our sin was great, but your love was greater. Our shame may be great. You may be feeling shame, guilt, and disappointment for things that you have done in the past. It is now time for you to stop being a prisoner of your past and walk into the future and the destiny that God has for you. You are not what happened to you. You are not what you did. You are not the things that you've done. You are not the mistake. You are not a mistake. You are here on purpose for purpose. Father, I pray these things over your people. In the mighty and matchless name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Amen. Did that word bless you? I'm so grateful that that resurrection power is just not fables and stories, but there's historical accounts. The Bible says in John chapter 20, verse 30, that, that Jesus appeared many, many times over 40 days after his resurrection, and many people have account of his appearance. I can give you 10 right here. He came to Mary Magdalene in John chapter 20, verse 16 and 17. Then he came to other women. In Matthew chapter 28, he came to uh, two disciples on the road to Emmaus in Luke chapter 24. He came to Peter for the first time in Luke chapter 24. He came to the disciples without Thomas. Y'all remember Thomas? In Luke chapter 24, verse 36, then Thomas shows up and Jesus came again. He said, oh, you don't believe, huh? Jesus is standing in Thomas' presence. He said, unless I can put my hands, unless I can touch. Some of y'all, y'all don't believe because you want a touch. Jesus says, bless those who believe that see, but bless those who believe and don't see. We, We can see manifestations of Jesus, but we can't physically see Jesus. But these accounts help us. That's why they're written. Then he appears to the seven disciples in John chapter 21. It says, after this, Jesus revealed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias. And he revealed himself in this way. Simon Peter Thomas called the twin uh, Nathaniel of Cana of Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other sons, two other of the disciples were together. Then he appears to 500 disciples. I say 500. That's a lot of people to have seen Jesus after he died. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse seven, it says, then he appeared to James and to all the apostles. 
And then Luke 24 chapter, uh, Luke chapter 20, Luke chapter 24, verse 50 through 53. Then he led them out as far as Bethany, lifting up his hands, he blessed them. While he blessed them, he parted from them and was carried up into heaven. And they worshiped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy and were continually in the temple blessing God. He's alive. There are many other religions. But there's one living God. There's one living God. There's many other parallels. I had a, I had a Muslim friend when I was in college. And he said, he said, no, 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 we, we believe in Jesus. I said, oh, you do? I said, okay, then we, we both Christians. He said, no, no, no. He said, I believe, I, I believe he was a prophet. I said, oh, no, doc. No, no, doc. He, he, wasn't, he, wasn't, he wasn't just a prophet. He got up. He died and he got up, and there's, there's a count of that. That's why all the other religions, there are parallels, there are, there are things that are very similar, and they, wait, they will try to, to copy the same storylines based on the historical text, and you can go over to Jerusalem, you can see all the, all the proof that is there. I mean, you can, you can do these things, you can look these things up on your own. Uh, even for those that believe that the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ is a white man's religion. I don't know why people can look up everything else on their cell phones, but they can't look up that there was an Ethiopian man that, that was met and began to spread the gospel of Jesus in Africa. I don't know many, if you white and you in here, I love you, but I don't know many white folks that live in Ethiopia. The, the, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ is, is not a fairy tale. It's not, it's not a feel-good story. It's not like the Avengers. It's, it's not like, oh, man, Iron Man dies. Like, oh, I don't want to watch it anymore. No, 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 no. Jesus is yet alive. And he left his spirit with us. You got access to some power. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor... I don't know if you know, but you got access to some power. Put your hands together. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. At this time, before we prepare our hearts to give, if you are in this room and you are not saved and you want to know and you want to have the same access to the power that we're talking about, I want you to raise your hand if you're in here. I want you to raise your hand. We all save. If you're backslidden, amen. Those of you that may be watching, I want you to reach out to us. Hit us up on our website. We have one. We have one. Can you come down to the altar? Let's praise God. Come on, shout to the Lord. You're about to enter into a new season. You're about to enter into a new way of life because you're about to get some access. You're about to get some access to the same power. I feel God. You're about to get some access to some, oh my God. Elder Darlene, can you lay hands? Just, just lay your hand on her belly. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Saints, be praying. Be praying. Hallelujah. This is a soul right here. This is a soul. She's making the decision to not continue to live in the way that she was living, but now she wants the Spirit to lead and guide her into all spiritual understanding and truth, that she might walk worthy of the Lord, pleasing Him in every way, increasing in His knowledge. That as a true son and daughter of God, you would walk in the Spirit and not fulfill the desires of your flesh, Heavenly Father. I thank you for this soul. I thank you for her heart, God. She has a heart after you, God. She wants to serve you so badly, God. She's been trying and trying, but God, she needs your help. She needs your spirit. 
She needs your anointing. She needs your power. So, Father, I pray that you would equip her in the name of Jesus to do everything that you called and commissioned for her to do. Hallelujah. She has tons of things on her mind. Her mind is weighed down. She's been thinking. She's been having restless and sleepless nights. But God says, I'm about to give you rest. I'm about to give you rest. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. I speak healing. I speak healing right now over the things that have happened to you, over the things that you thought was your fault. You thought that your voice wasn't loud enough. You thought that your word wasn't true. But God says, I'm about to give you some victory. You're about to walk in new victory, daughter. You're about to walk in a new light. You're about to walk into a new season of full of life and full of light and full of sun. In the name of Jesus, I'm giving you my spirit. Everything that is in you that is not of God, we bind it in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray that healing would be your portion. Peace. Jesus says, peace I leave unto you. Peace I leave unto you. In Jesus' name I pray. Hallelujah. Repeat after me. Say, Jesus, come into my heart. Make me over again. The things that I used to do, I don't want to do them no more. I believe you are the son of God. I believe that you died on the cross for my sins. But I don't believe you stayed there. I believe you got up. With all power in your hands. You defeated death, hell, and the grave. Just for me. Savior. Come into my heart. Come into my life and be my Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Follow the directions of the ushers. Hallelujah. Miracles, miracles, signs, and wonders. Follow those and believe. Come on. We should be celebrating. Hallelujah. A new soul just came into the kingdom. Miracle signs and wonders. Follow those Well, thank you for joining us. I also want to thank you in advance for clicking on the link to support our ministry. Your giving is what moves ministry forward, and ministry must move forward. You can also visit us online at cffczion.org for more information. If you were blessed by this word, please subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and family. God bless you.